Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 37 of Be With Me. Today, uh, we're going to address following authority, and I'm going to title this Following the Goldilocks of Authority. That is not too hot, not too cold, that idea. Paul has put himself on war footing with boldness, but he starts with the humility of Jesus as he's talking about authority. This is from chapter 10 of 2 Corinthians. Listen to me, four verses today, five verses maybe. For even if I boast a little too much of our authority, that's the topic for today, which the Lord gave for building you up, that's the purpose of authorities, to build you up, and not for destroying you, I will not be ashamed. I do not want to appear to be frightening you with my letters, for they say his letters are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech of no account. Let such a person understand that what we say by letter when absent, we do when present. Not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some, this is sort of the guys he's opposing here, with some who who commend themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. So today's topic and what an important one is authority in the ch- in the church. So why is there authority? Let's take the, the 40,000-foot view first of all. The purpose is to build you up. It says that, verse 8, for even if I boast a little too much about our authority, which the Lord has given, so it's God-given, but here's the purpose, to build you up. And the purpose, that's the positive purpose. The negative purpose is don't destroy you. And for the for the person that's in authority... Like Paul here, he's saying, I, I, I don't want to be ashamed at the end of all this. There's judgment at risk, judgment before the Lord. That is, I've got this special job to do in the church. I'm going to start with humility. Occasionally, you want to pull out the, the, the boldness part of it. But my ultimate accountability is before God. All authority is exercised with an eye towards judgment. That is judgment of the one who is exercising authority. And... Uh, and it's who do we measure ourselves by? And, and certainly at the end, it's the person that wants to stand before God, having exercised authority in the church, and not be ashamed. So even these super apostles that are mentioned here, they're mentioned in, in a negative way, they're measuring themselves against one another rather than before the eyes, eyes of God. All right, so I want to carefully go into this topic now, those who have endured spiritual abuse. And certainly there are leaders who have done this wrong, that have done the Goldilocks balance uh, wrong. And what is the responsibility of the congregant, of the person who is following them, uh, which is certainly to identify abusive leaders, expose them if that hasn't been done, but then sort of Um, to move on. So there are those who have abused power and exercised their influence in a bad way. And the the first charge would be to flee from those people. Second charge would be maybe the charge is to forgive those people and to find a godly leadership somewhere. And that is to forge a new relationship with a leader. Reason being is there is no... um, There's no spiritual lone rangerism. There's no... Uh, walking the Christian wife, uh, a life that is not under uh, authorities. All right, so there are leaders who are doing this wrong, and certainly my charge to all of us is don't place yourself under leaders who are doing this wrong. And 
but don't not place yourself under an authority that is doing it right. That is, God has designed us, designed the church in a certain way that includes leaders. And if you're not under leadership, there's there's either something wrong with leadership, and then you should go to a, go to a different place, or there's something wrong with you, which is your relationship with leadership. And remember, it, leaders are to be for your benefit. They are to build you up. They are for you. They exercise care. They shepherd. They communicate. In other words, it's supposed to be for your benefit. So think about a, a geographical area, about an area of influence. In fact, Paul is going to talk about it in tomorrow's passage. Think about it almost like physically. If it's an abusive area of influence, then remove yourself from it. No question about it. But if it's a good area of influence, he asks us to be in an area of influence somewhere. Uh, So you're looking for uh, a man. There's all kinds of uh, criteria for what kind of a pastor we're supposed to have, what kind of an elder we're supposed to have. You're supposed to have one with a real relationship with God, who, in a sense, the struggle is real, who truly wrestles with God. You could ask that person anytime, hey, what is God blowing your mind with right now? Um, you want to remove yourself from people that are preaching half the gospel or people that don't know their Bibles or people don't that don't follow their Bibles. Here's a tip. Find their Bible, look at it, and see if they look like they have a relationship with the Bible. Did they meet God there? So how one handles authority, for for them, they're supposed to start with humility, occasionally be uh, a bold. You don't want someone that's too hot or too cold. You want someone that's just right. It's the Goldilocks of authority. Uh, you don't want to be under a pastor who, who is n- not occasionally willing to be bold, but you also don't want to be under a pastor who is always bold. All right, so the concluding points here. Number one, I'm going to speak to those in authority. If you've been given any spiritual authority, start with the positional posture that Jesus starts with, and that is of meekness and gentleness. And remember, you're supposed to be building and not destroying, and you're going to be accountable. And so don't be ashamed. Have some boldness, but have it in the back pocket, not in your front pocket. And then for the rest of us that are following authority, It is not a might do or could do. It is a must do in the church. If you're not following authority, if you don't have someone that is spiritually over you, be careful. You're out there and you you are at, at risk. This process of spiritual authority and spiritual submission, it is designed for your benefit. So the question, bottom line question is, are you in a Christian fellowship and are you under authority? Be careful. There is no spiritual loan rangerism. There's no such thing um, of people that are that are doing this alone. So if you're not, look for a, one who has a relationship with authority and I'm sorry and I regret if there's been hurts in the past. Um, Find a pastor today that is humble and bold and who's authentic before God and look for a person that is not interfering but someone that's helping you in the present. So I, I think a good recipe for finding a person like that is find someone who is humble and meek with the gentleness of Christ, that's <clears throat> from Corinthians, Second Corinthians 10.1, but also one who's not ashamed and who can handle the authority well. Thanks for listening.